There's a beautiful prayer today, a prayer that was uttered by King Solomon, a beautiful prayer, because there he is, the Ark of the Covenant has been moved into the new temple. There are many, many offerings, sacrifices, which were given to the Lord as the Ark was moved. And it became a moment when Solomon, in prayer, turns to God. And not only that he, he realizes what has, has happened, he's realized, he's aware that it's this God who has revealed himself, it is God who has revealed the Ten Commandments, it is, uh, it is God who, 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 uh, who in the Ark of the Covenant has his law given to the people of God and that he's present there. So we have this now, the Ark is in a temple, the building has been consecrated, has been entrusted to the Lord, and there is Solomon who prays in a powerful way. He says, can it be, Lord, God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven above and on earth below. You keep your covenant of mercy with your servants who are faithful to you with their whole heart. So first, as he see this prayer, God, you are a God. You're a God who is merciful. You have allowed us to be now safe we're, we're in our home. Now we have been able to, to build a beautiful temple for you. Because why? Because you keep the covenant of mercy, covenant relationship with your people. And as you remember the covenant, if you're faithful to me, I'll bless you, I'll protect you. If you're not faithful to me, you'll expose yourself to, to all kinds of danger. So here it is, that, that very fidelity of God that he has to us. Be faithful, so you'll be under under uh, that you'll be protected. This is for all of us, even today too. If we live in a state of grace, we're protected. And when there's sin, especially mortal sin, is is reigning our hearts, we have placed ourselves as outside of the protection of grace. So many trials come, many difficulties, and so here it is. The Lord is is through this reading, through the words of Solomon, is reminding us that God is faithful because he is merciful to us and his mercy is so great, but we have to place ourselves under his protection. But then Solomon continues, he says, can it be indeed that God dwells on earth? Is it possible? Is it possible that God is here with us? If the heavens, if the heavens and the highest heavens cannot contain you, how much less this temple which I have built. He realizes that. God, who is the creator of all universe, and, and he says, heavens and, and the highest heavens cannot contain you. How is it possible that you dwell here in this temple? We can say the same. How is it possible that God, the one through whom everything was made, how is it possible that he's in the Eucharist, that he's in that bread, how is it possible that he can be contained? And yet it is God who is capable of all things. So he says continually, look kindly on the prayer and petition of your servant, O Lord my God, and listen to the cry of supplication which I, your servant, utter before you this day. So he's turning to the Lord and says, that's all we can do. We can honor you. We can place our petitions before you. We, we, can, we can pray to you. 
And may, may your eyes watch night and day over this temple, the place where you have decreed you shall be honored. May you, may you heed the prayer which I, your servant, offer in this place. And so once again, Solomon is asking that he may protect, that he may bless this temple, that he may be there. But above all, he is asking that, that the Lord may hear the prayers which he, as, as a servant, he is the king, he's the one who is responsible, he's a shepherd for the people, and it is, it is he who wishes to pray on behalf of the people, not only for himself, but that he may have the wisdom and knowledge to govern the people wisely. And then he continues, and he says, listen to the petitions of your servant and of your whole people Israel, which they offer in this place. Listen from your heavenly dwelling and grant pardon. So what a beautiful prayer is uttered by a king, a leader of a nation, the one who is to be the, the guardian of faith, the guardian for the, for the people. How far we have gone in the world today where you know it, leaders are not only not accepting the Lord, his ways, but coming up with things which are completely opposite, which are destructive to us as human beings, enacting laws, which, you know, which, whether it's terminating life of the unborn or, or, or introducing things which, you know, eliminate life for the elderly through various types of means. And so, so here we have, the Lord is asking us today through the words of Solomon, that we will be mindful of his presence, be mindful that he is with us, he is here on this earth, he is here and he is in a special way in places of honor and worship, in, in, in shrines, in, in, in basilicas, places of worship, but above all, as we will see in our gospel, he wants to be honored and worship in our heart. And so this is where we move on into the gospel today, because we have a situation where uh, the, the Pharisees and the scribes come from Jerusalem. The authorities come because we see he, they see that Jesus is something special. He's the one who is, uh, through his extraordinary powers, is, is able to, to heal, to expel demons. And so they want to investigate who he is. And so they come and check him out, not only check him out, but also check out his disciples. And the first thing they notice is that his disciples do not observe the purification rites. And so immediately they address it to him. You are their leader. You are their master. You are their guide. Look what you're doing. You're not forcing them to observe the, the, the precepts of the purification laws. You know, they obviously, you know, we can speak of hygiene in some fashion, but here we has to do with something else. You know, they, they are confronting Jesus because, because they want to blame him. They're not blaming his disciples. They're blaming him. If you're so important, if you're so good, if you're this, then why are you not, not doing what is, what is uh, you know, what is called the, the, or, the oral traditions or the, or the traditions of, of the covenant, which has come, which speak of the purification rituals. And so how does the Lord respond to them? How does he respond? 
uh, because you know the challenge is very severe because they want to dethrone him, they want to make him look really, really bad that he's not really a faithful, faithful uh, member of, of the covenant, the people of God. And, and, and Jesus says to them with the response, the people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching his doctrine, human precepts. So the Lord speaks of theirs. Yes, you want to honor me with lips. This is what you should do, whatever it is, the traditions. But this is you don't have the love of God in your heart. You do not allow God to be truly your, your, your Lord. He's the one, the beloved. You're not allowing him to speak to your heart. You come up with all these alternatives, all these traditions, external things, you know, this is what you should be doing, is kind of moralizing, rather than allowing the Lord to, to be truly the, the, the God of our heart. And it is only there that we can adjust our lives. It's only there where we can correct the things that we're doing, which are not of God. And so, and the Lord gives them another, another teaching he says, you, regard, you disregard God's commandments, but cling to human tradition. And he wanted to say, how well you have, set, you have set aside the commandment of God in order to uphold your tradition. And he gives the example of honor uh, your mother and your father, your mother, and whoever curses father and mother shall die. And he says, this is what you do. You know, you have taken your, 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 your wealth, whatever it is, and you set it aside for God so that you don't have to do anything for your parents, um, you know, because you set it aside for God. You're you're benefic you're a beneficiary of the, of the of the blessings, but you know, but you already said, okay, this will belong to the to to God, you know, or or, or to to uh, to the temple, and so you don't have to do anything. And the Lord says once again, what is the commandment that you shall honor your mother and your father, is because you are to give give uh, that honor to your parents and you are to take care of them. You know, even today, as you know, you know, sometimes there are difficult situations in families, but I know how many of those who, who have taken care of their parents, even if it was very difficult for them, whether it's through you know, Alzheimer's and all kinds of other health issues where, where the family members have stretched because, you know, the son or daughter, that it is their great responsibility, but also their love. If they love them, they'll take care of them in whatever way, which would be best. Finally today, we honor St. Bakita and also St. Jerome Emiliani, but I'd like to focus today on, on, <clears throat> on Josephine Bakita. She was um, born in Sudan in 16, I'm sorry, 1869, so born in Sudan. Um, she died in Italy in 1947. Now, she was very early in her life, she was kidnapped and sold into slavery. And so she, for the first number of years that she lived, all the way to her, you know, to her almost 20s, the only thing that she experienced was nothing more than, than slavery. And, and so, uh, Bikita was not the, her real name. She doesn't even know her real name. 
uh, what she received, uh, what she was, she was called Bakita because in, in the dialect, in Sudanese dialect, the man fortunate, someone who is fortunate. But, but the name is actually was something different. The experience of slavery was very painful to her because she had to, you know, she was, she was beaten. Uh, uh, it was innumerable and unspeakable sufferings uh, which, which she had to endure before the Lord rescued her. Um, so uh, there is an Italian consul in the capital city of Sudan, a uh, consul, uh, his name was Lagnani, and he was looking for someone to 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 help him, you know, to be a sort of domestic. And, and so he was the one who actually bought her, purchased her, and then he gave her freedom. Uh, but but she was she was uh, helping him in his house. There was a lot, lot of Peace, as she describes, was peace, warmth, and moments of joy, even though veiled by nostalgia for her own family, whom perhaps she had lost forever. She did not know her family. Now, the uh, political situation was such that Consul had to leave for Italy, and Bakita asked, and she obtained permission to go with him and with a friend of his, a certain Mr. Michieli. Now, in Italy, when he arrived in Genoa, Mr. Lagnani, who's the consul, uh, pressured by the wife of his friend, uh, she consented to uh, leave Bakita with them, you know, because, because he had to leave back, go back to Africa. So what happened is that he left Bakita with, with, with his friend, and especially his friend's wife, who really wanted her and she wanted to take care of him. Then, then subsequently. Uh, we have that that Michele, Mr. Michele, had to go back to Africa, and so, so now he had a daughter, and Bakita, and so he left them at the convent to, to be taken care of, and it was entrusted to the Canossian sisters, um, so in Venice, and so there Bakita was there together with, with the daughter of of Mr. Michele and and his wife. Now there she came to know something special. She began to experience, she experienced the Lord. She experienced uh, the, the presence of God in a way that, that was so unusual for her. She realized that she was a daughter of God. So she received their um, Christian initiation. She received the name of Josephine. And that was in 19, 1890. She did not how to express the joy. She felt freedom. She felt like she was loved. She was loved by God. There's one one element that she realized that she says, you know, I love this master of mine who gives me everything. He gives me the joy of freedom. He gives me the joy of love. He gives me the joy of seeing the whole creation in a new way. And so there there it was. So when finally when when uh, Mr. Uh, and Mr. and Mrs. Michele returned back from Africa to take her, their daughter and Bakita, uh, you know, back home uh, to 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 uh, Genova, uh, Bakita said that she wanted to stay, and so she remained uh, in the convent. She ultimately she uh, accepted vows. 
and, and then she became uh, the daughter, as she herself said, she's a daughter of, of Magdalene. So Makita remained in the catechumenate where she experienced the cultural religious life and gave herself to the Institute of St. Magdalene of Canosa. Now, uh, she was consecrated. She took her vows in 1896, so she was 27 years old. And then she lived for another 50 years. Uh, uh, it's truly a, 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 a woman religious who took care of the young. What I wanted to say here is there's what happens to her, what happened to her is, is when she went through this conversion, profound conversion, she experienced the, 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 that love that God has for each one of us. Yes, the early life was painful. She suffered a great deal. Uh, and yet, and yet, she understood that, that it is not the Lord who wanted her to go through the suffering. And yet, but it was the one who wished and desired to rescue her. Sometimes when we go through difficulties, you know, we may, we may not see the difficulties. We may not see the difficulties from the perspective of God's providence. But the Lord sometimes allows us, but he will never leave us untended. He'll always be there. He wants to always draw us close to himself. And he wants us to discover him as the one who is able to do extraordinary things for us. And so this is what Paquita experienced. Maybe then today, no matter where we are in our life, sometimes maybe we experience our own difficulties and chains and trapped into, into things through addictions, whatever it may be, or, or, or difficulties in, in our families. We have to always place our confidence in the God of providence who is able to do things for us. He was able to give us so many things, but we are to open our hearts to him, asking him to assist us, to walk with us on a journey of our life, sometimes difficult life, that we ask him. And somehow in his mercy, God who's always love and mercy, when it comes to us, he will grant us those graces that we need, which we seek. May we then today reaffirm our faith in him, in the providential path of God, that we may entrust ourselves to him, and especially when we participate in the Eucharist and when we honor him in the shrine, that we may be truly ennobled by his gifts and not only be consoled, but transformed by his love to be children of God, destined for eternal glory. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content 
which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign-up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.